Hey everyone, we're back again on this rainy, miserable Wednesday afternoon or night. Night, yeah. yeah. We're doing That's our recording at night. Yes, not in the afternoon. No. It's very dark outside. <laughs> it is very dark. <laughs> very and yet it's only 6.30. Yes, it feels like it's 9.30. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so anyways, um, we just finished dinner and we are sipping on, well, I tried a, a very sweet wine. Uh, we're not sweet wine drinkers. Um, well, let's let's backtrack a little bit. So I came in today and yesterday, like our new habit is our goal, we should say every week or every day, I should say, is not finishing a bottle of wine. Like that's been our goal. It's a so, so yes, it is. It is a struggle. It's a struggle. Baby but, steps though. That's our, our 2020 resolution is to not drink the whole bottle every night because, I mean, I don't think we it's have expensive. a reason. It is expensive. That, yeah, that's why. the only reason. It's expensive. Yeah. But so we, last night we did okay. Like we, we had pretty much a glass left, but we didn't yeah. finish the we bottle. So we, we, we were good. And you know, like one of those days where you just like want to come home and have a glass of wine, right? Today. Oh was yeah, it was, it was miserable. Yeah, so I I did spin this morning, which I was very proud of myself. It was 45 minutes of like total uphill, and then I figured I ate healthy all day. I was like, you know what? Today was not a bad day at work. Like it was it was fine. It was just like one of those days where I just like wanted a glass of wine. And even my coworker, she texted me and she's like, Oh, happy Wednesday! Now we can drink. I was like, That's my <laughs> that's my spirit right there. I exactly. So I, I pull in and you know, we have one bottle one glass of wine left. I'm like, you know what? CJ's not in yet. Might as well do a little work on the computer and have a glass. So I pour myself a glass of that and that was really good. And of course CJ comes in and he's like, Oh, you're having a glass of wine by yourself. I like it. <laughs> I know it's something I would do. I well I know, I was taking after you. Yeah. So then we people like we got a, we got this wine from a Yankee Swap over the weekend. The Yankee Swap was super fun. This wine, yeah, was... I was already, I've had this brand before. It's called Menage a Trois. For those of you that can't speak French, it means threesome. So, and uh, yeah, I know that. yeah, Menage a Trois. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so I knew right off the bat that it's gonna, it was gonna be a sweet one, not only because it said sweet red blend yeah. in like red lettering, but I was like, oh, I've had, like I've had the Menage a Trois, um, I think it's the Merlot or, Mal or Malbec or something. That was really good. But this one I had a feeling was gonna be super, super sweet. And we're not sweet people. No, we're, we're dark and dry people, <laughs> very dry. <laughs> Anyways, I, I tried it. Um, I thought it was gonna be like a nice rainy day. Uh, we don't have too many warm friends left in the, uh, the house, so I uh, tried it and it was it was very fizzy a little bit. Like, yeah, it, it was fizzed. almost like a carbonation. Yeah. Um, it, and it was just very sweet. So I, I had one sip and the first sip was was not too bad. But what did I, you say it tasted like though? It, it tasted like Kool-Aid. Yeah, it was straight up Kool-Aid. Yeah, it, it was very, very sweet. Um, so we, I definitely had to switch to. Uh, to so we, we put the threesome away for tonight yeah. and we. Put it on reserve. We put it on put reserve. <laughs> and we moved on to Ultramon and it's a 2020, oh, terrible year, Espana Grenache Blanc. And this is actually a really good one. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. I forget where we got this one, but. Uh, was that part of your wine program? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. One of your fancy, like, bougie box wine. Yeah. Orders. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, you're right. I think it was. Mm. Yep. Yep. Good call. Good yeah. call on that. Yeah, because we, we, we're not good enough to actually single that one out. No. No. We usually go for Woodbridge or Barefoot or Yellowtail, like the. Well, you do those. I pick the fun ones. Yeah. Well, those are. I just know they're they're decent. And oh. We somewhat like them, and they come in bigger bottles. Yeah. Which the bigger the better. <laughs> Especially in the Menage a Trois. Yes. The is better. But today we wanted, we have a kind of a, I guess you would say it's a fun, not really a fun topic, but we've been wanting to do this conversation for quite a while, so we figured why, might as well. So we're going to talk about serial killers today and murder. So we've been watching a lot of crime shows and crime it's everything we watch pretty much if it's not like the witcher and those types of series which on a side note which is awesome i've watched it like three times already it's it's amazing uh, i could definitely re-watch it every day if lauren would let me yeah um but if it's not like a show like witcher uh game of thrones uh before the the last couple episodes which was an absolute train wreck um what <laughs> uh, I've derailed completely. Yes, you have completely derailed. You told me I have to talk about this, and I was going off too much. You're giving me all sorts of hand gestures. I was. Yeah, just like wrap it up. You get to the point. And we still haven't got to the point. <laughs> You're 33. You don't need to be having a tantrum when you don't it's, get your it's way. It's not a tantrum. It's a two-letter word with a period at the end. Um, oh. Yes, we watch a lot of crime shows, so it goes right through. Um, my grandfather watches Law and Order like every second of the day, whether or not it's like ten in the morning, or he's like watching Law and Order SVU or uh, Criminal Minds or uh, like NCIS. Pretty much every detective show. Um, I'm so mad that Blue Bloods is not on. That used to be my favorite show. Yeah, we watched a lot of that. Yeah, that was, that was great. That was great. Awesome. That was yeah. a great show. I mean, it was an older show. Like, I feel like we were the youngest people that watched it, but it was a great Probably. show. That's okay. Yeah, it was um, fantastic. There, there, there's still new episodes coming out, I think. Yeah, there's not on Netflix, though, no. yet. It's no, taken forever. Like a, a year lag or something. Yeah. But, <laughs> all right. We, we anyways, we, we watch these uh, shows all the time. Yes. And one of the more intriguing things are the more realistic and the real life things that come out of like actual events and based on true stories and um one of the the more eerie docu-series that we've ever watched was definitely the ted bundy one. oh yeah that one you were you couldn't sleep for a couple nights that was, after that was creepy yeah i obviously i i've heard of ted bundy and i knew briefly a little bit of his background and uh so when the series came out it was there were a couple different series that came out all at the same time yeah on, the, on it was like ted bundy it was the oh it was the um night killer that we didn't watch because that one was really we, freaky we, we watched a couple episodes of those um but the, the ted bundy one was the first one that got us into because you have like the the nice polish like the blue bloods and the ncis's and csi's and all those types of things which are fun uh, criminal minds can get uh, a little creepy yeah uh, just in the fact that like these how do you like the people that they say that they're not derived from real events but they have to be like, because the people that think these things up are right Right, exactly. They they have to derive a little bit from some instances. I feel like 
So it, it's uh, so you go from these polished TV shows um, where the majority of them have happy endings, um, where it's tied up in a nice little bow, where mm-hmm. everything like it's either it's cut and dry. You have some uh, tragedy in the beginning, and then then you kind of find out who who did it, and then it's like concluded by the end of an hour program right but Um, yeah the ted bundy one was really because we knew it was a real guy who did these things and like it was it's crazy to i've always loved i shouldn't say i i do i love finding out about serial killers because i like finding out how they operate like what makes them become a serial killer it that fascinates me and i think that's why i'm drawn to it because i just want to know why they're like that you know yeah and, and i won't lie the the first the first time we saw like i said there was a there was a series there's several different completely different series on netflix that um included ted bundy one was a docuseries which was just of real footage and detectives mm-hmm. and that type of thing which was like literally like okay this is how it went down and, and like dates and time and stuff and then there was also a like I don't know if it was a mini series or a limited series or oh that movie. was the one with like the four episodes right that was the one with Zach Efron oh yeah Efron that's right and, and he played Ted Bundy right he played Ted you're Bundy. right I forgot so about I, that one I know they came out of both at the same time that, oh. that was that was awesome um, I liked them both in different ways uh, it was. It was creepy to see, like the docu series. I remember thinking it was creepy because it, I felt like it was actually his life that we were watching, and like he yeah. was getting um, arrested at that time. Even though it was what back in the seventies or whatever, was that when it was? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was in the seventies, um, and it was it was fascinating. So I liked doing watching both of them. Um, I like. I thought Zach Efron did a great job with yeah. Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. The only thing. Um, that I didn't like about the Zac Efron was it was too, and like obviously because of the details of everything that he did, it was kind of like rounded off. Mm-hmm. It was like like the graphicness was taken away from it. Right, where the docu series had the graphicness. It, 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 yeah, it was. They didn't show it. No, but no, they, but you they, heard they, about they, it. You heard about it, and you heard what he did. Yeah. Like, like that. The victims and like how, their heads how they and their, their corpses. Yeah, and it was just it was very raunchy and gritty, and it was just it like just gave you the goosebumps when you thought about it. Where the the eeriness of the Zac Efron was just how normal he came across and how accepted he was in society, and how evil he was able to get to. Well, he the people. think about it. He was technically like people loved him they gravitated toward him because of his persona because in public he seemed like such a normal guy you know and um yeah and that was even even when he was in prison and when he was he was getting love letters yeah like a fan club and people this was before um uh, th- this was before like Twitter and social media where you oh, yeah. like one hot photo, like the, what was that? That hot prison photo, the guy with the blue oh. eyes. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> he made, he like, made the cover of, uh, yeah. oh my God, I can't think. I think it was people. It was yeah. people's hot, hottest was, guys. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you're <laughs> fucking kidding me. But, uh, uh, but good for him. Good for him. I mean, you yeah, know, he's he in prison, rock and model. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he started up a new, uh, his like 
it brought him to a modeling agency. Like well, that one yeah. photo. Did you see his eyes? Fucking asshole. Yeah. Those baby blues. Exactly. I have like poop colored eyes. I'll never get that. <laughs> no, no. Exactly. You'll, you'll never get there. No, no, that's not that's not <laughs> that's not my route to fame. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh um, my anyways, goodness. That, like that was um that was an awesome series. Um but was it definitely um because I didn't grow up, we grew up obviously much later after that whole incident, like yeah. the, those series of murders, and, and there was a period where like there were tons of, um, of serial killers out there. Well, remember we saw the one that happened in LA too, the um, the yeah, Hotel well, that, Cecil, Hotel Cecil. Yeah, well, that was also the, the Hotel Cecil was the one um, where the Night Stalker state yes so there was also like they had like this huge thing on the hotel cecil and how fucked up that place was yeah it was an absolute train wreck well after like diving in so on a side note too like i would never have wanted to be a hotel manager at that hotel because she had the poor lady had to deal with so much every single day and like she stayed with it for like 10 years wasn't it 10 years or something or more she was there a long time yeah there was like there were like 21 murders there yeah I had no idea. I pulled that one number out of my ass. But, it, but it was, these are shows on Netflix murders. that you guys should totally watch. because yeah, they're, Cecil was good. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. Yeah. We we did not finish The Night Stalker, yeah. though, because, we yeah, it, it that one, like, really, it really hit home for us, too, because, like, we live in an old farmhouse, and, like, there's, like, woods around, and, like, he could have broken into our house, I felt like. He's yeah. locked up, well, obviously. That was, that was the thing. It's just, he came out to people that were just like coming back from like a, a shopping right like they were carrying their groceries but that i mean that's what i do like i'll mm-hmm. come home and like i'll go right in the house and like that really freaked yeah. me out a lot so we will have to re rewatch it though i think yeah we'll have to finish that series. yeah so the ted bundy ones was, was awesome yeah um so that one i wasn't really expecting the gravity of it and how effed up he really was because I had heard about him and I heard like stories and stuff like that, but then you hear the details, and then like I'm I'm like curious, like so you get the docu series and they like they tell you a little bit of what they're doing and then the victims and stuff like that, and then you're like so after the episodes you're like more curious on what, what they do, and so I went on uh, like googling it afterwards, and then you're being like you're seeing like more details and it's getting even more and more and more fucked up well they i'm i'm sure they probably they probably had so much information that they probably had to choose the most important that well, they yeah. thought and they don't want to like discuss like the average person right and and just like if you're like fucked up like me and want more details and then you like get more effed up details right um <laughs> but, but i mean the the docuseries was very well done i felt like and like it really I felt as though we knew him personally, like watching that. Like it was just like I was like, oh, you know, like I took away, I took away the fact that they're really, really messed up people. Oh, and that they, he was, they come across as normal people. But he started at the age thing. of like three, which is crazy. Like that's a young age to be that screwed up. Yeah. You know. I just didn't like the fact that like a normal person that you could have a beer with and just think is a normal guy and then he's like killed like 80 people already right and just completely and he's got like a girlfriend and i don't, I don't know if he had a kid no no he, he did he, he had kids um no i think his girlfriend had the kid wasn't yeah, it uh, maybe i think so yeah. but then his girlfriend was then his like became his wife 
right? Weren't they married? I thought they were I married. Can't remember, I can't remember if they were married. I know they lived together for a while. Yeah. And she was the one that actually like tipped off. Like, tipped off the, the police. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say tipped off but, the police and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but it is just like he's he's killing that many people, and um, and he is able to hold that much of a family life together. Right. It was just it was just eerie, just the fact that. This, could be right. Well, it's super eerie. And that brings us to the new, we just saw um, the short mini series on Netflix, the one about the Times Square. square. Murders, like the torso murders. Times uh, Square torso. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I Times was... Square murderer. But yeah. it was like, he was also called like a torso murderer because the first murders he decapitated like two women. Or yeah. Something. But that also like he was, a, so after what, this is literally a three, three episode series. That's all it was. It was like a mini series. It was like we just watched it on a whim. We're like, oh, we don't know. Like I've never heard about this guy before. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh, I'm I'm intrigued. And I've been to New York quite a few times. So I knew the areas that they were talking about, which was kind of cool. Not cool, but like I was able to like pinpoint where they were, even though it's changed and stuff. But um yeah, it was it was crazy because he was a normal quote unquote normal Some guy. Normal. Yeah, he he was working like he worked the what do you call it the graveyard shift or whatever? I don't know. It was a weird shift. It was like um, eleven to five through the. No, night. it was four to four to eleven at four night. To 11. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I knew it was an odd shift, but but he worked for Blue Cross Blue Shield. Yeah, he, he seemed like, like an average Joe, engineer. right? And then you find I don't want to give out too many spoilers in case you're gonna watch it. Well, I mean, this happened like thirty years ago. Right. True. Okay. <laughs> but. The point is, he was fucked up, and he worked right. a normal job. He was like this exemplary employee for this company. Yep. And they like he was like kind of like an ideal person for this company. He had a wife, and oh, who ended up divorcing him. And I guess obviously he was a, he was a mess. But yeah. Um, but you find out like at the end of the series, though, like the fbi and like the police and stuff this is again in the 70s was it 70s that it happened yeah it was um, late 70s early 80s this is when oh yeah early 80s that's yeah, right um, this is when the porn scene was like raging in new york Times and like square, times square and, and, and like 40 30 40 second street. street yeah Yeah, it was just like all peep shows and it was you know i like i never knew i had never known i don't know if that's great that's terrible english anyway it's okay it doesn't matter yeah um what a peep show was you never so, knew that like, i knew roughly what it was oh i had no idea like the coolest part about this besides the how messed up he the murderer was yeah i learned a lot about the evolution of a peep show well yeah i mean they it literally started as a um uh wasn't like it a on a film a, like a quarter a quarter yeah like, where you would like literally like Put a quarter in and you spin the dial and then you look into like a viewfinder right and there were like, like there were there were the ladies yeah. yeah but then like as it as the years went on um they they have like a peep show where you literally look into you're seeing just eyes you look into a, a room pretty much and like a curtain goes up you pay a quarter again i don't know if it's a quarter at that point oh it that might have been more yeah yeah but you the curtain goes up and there's literally like four women like in the I guess you call it an arena or like a window. I don't yeah. know what you call it. Uh, it would be like a, a, 
glass box. Yeah, oh, glass box, yeah. yeah. But you literally, like, all you could see was, like, their eyes, like, looking out, which is kind of creepy at the same time. It was was really cool to see um, because we weren't really, we weren't around when it was, like, they, like, peep shows were a thing. Mm -hmm. So to see, like, the quarter, like, slideshows and then, you get these little boxes with like little little like eye holes. And yeah. You get the glass dividers, and then they remove the dividers, and then then you see like a, a just a bigger box, and like so they literally took it and broke it down. Like, okay, this is how it started, and right? And over the next couple of years, it went from literally a, a viewfinder of like probably like like half-ass like black and white slides to to literally watching people have sex in front of you. Yeah. Which is, is pretty crazy. Yeah. It was a, it was a, we, I never, re- like, I knew the porn industry, like, st- had to start somewhere and stuff, but this was like booming. It didn't start there. No, no, no. But, yeah. No, but it was, it was crazy to see, like you said, the evolution of it and, like, in Times Square. Yeah, like, like, like anyone, like, on the sidewalks, you go right. to a building and then just, like, put your head to the building with, like, also, and, like, you're watching. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. But so this guy, I forget his name, Richie Richard something. Uh, Cotting, Cottingham? Cottingham, yeah. Cottingham. Cottingham. Cottingham something. There's something like that. Yeah. Anyway. So and he, like the FBI, once he, he was caught and everything, they found out what it was like. He did like six murders or something. No, well. Well, they, they knew of. They, they knew, knew of. of. I think six in Times Square like vicinity and then there were a bunch in there was like four in new jersey but yeah so but anyway in in jail he actually ended up confessing that he had actually murdered 80 women 80 plus women yeah it was like a couple of each he said yeah which is that's ridiculous but but he went he the police could not find him for years remember that it was like he was no, he was like in plain sight pretty much for yeah. years. Yeah. It was crazy. But like you had all these peep shows and he'd like pay people, pay the girls tons of money and they would just, they would just keep their mouth shut and they would just, you would be able to, to terrorize these, these tons of women. Yeah. yeah. But it is, we, I was, I was talking to CJ too. Cause like nowadays I feel like you don't see that many or you don't hear about that many serial killers. I feel like, but back in like the seventies, you had tons of them. Well, you had, this was before agencies talked with each right. other. So you had like New York place looking New for York someone was like Times Square and Manhattan was looking for a serial killer. And then New Jersey, across, like over yeah. one bridge, New Jersey was looking for another serial killer. They're both the same serial killer, but there it, it's like there was no cross communication, and, and that was a a, the, a very common thread with a lot of the um, yeah. That's serial what, I feel like that's that, why like there was a lot at the time because people yeah. were just looking for that and, and yeah, like so much like drugs, alcohol, like drugs yeah, and, and hippies everywhere, yeah. and, and like the it was like an evolutionary time where. People are so spread out. They're all about the freedom and doing all their things and hitchhiking and hippie vans and drugs and stuff. So you had like Ted Bundy who had like murders in four different states. Right. And he was like, I don't know know if it was like caught in Florida. I Uh, think it was. When he like started in Washington. Yeah. And went to Colorado, then Florida. But it was just, he was like, but each like region. Didn't know. Didn't know. Right. Until Until it was. So it was, it was. 
pretty pretty fascinating how you um, see the the evolution of how like the, the FBI the police work too. Yeah, I think it would have like. I mean, I give like detectives and stuff a lot of credit because I, I mean, I would I've always wanted to just see like if I had one superpower, I feel like I would want to read minds or be like in people's minds so I could like see how they operate. You know, like yeah. what so makes like, them like, them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was a great movie, by the way. I love it that was, movie. It was a classic movie. It was a classic. Very suave at the time. Yeah. Oh. Before he went off the deep end. Before freedom? No, it, before, no. <laughs> he was still in his, his like, heyday at that point. I know. Yeah. In his prime with yeah. the blue ink. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. But, so that, that would be great. Uh, like, no but yeah, but like, but I also give detectives like and things a lot of credit because they have to like interview these serial killers. And like, that must also be an eerie thing to like go into a room knowing that they've murdered like thousands I, I of think the, I people. I think the hardest part, I, I feel like that's definitely eerie and difficult but i think the hardest part is being able to compartmentalize and i have a lot of sympathy with those people that see all that shit oh yeah day-to-day basis yeah and then they have to concentrate on that crap and then how do you not bring it home and then how do you compartmentalize that well you to... you can't be like i you i you i mean there's got to be a way obviously because a lot of people do it but at the same yeah. time like they're dealing with these crazy people. Yeah, and you, you know? also understand why there's so many. Um, I don't know whether or not this is like, like, exaggerated because of TV, but you can see why people have such a difficult. So, so many detectives have difficult home lives and stuff like well, that. Well, they're getting calls at like all hours of the night that they have to answer. You know, yeah. like they're always work. Like they're always on call. I feel like because they're but. Blue Bloods, actually, I remember this. Remember Danny at one point? He was the detective. And he, oh, my God, I had a point, and I just, like, went right out the window. That's my job. My I, job I know. The, the we, were, we were talking about home life, working. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Man, I know. I have no idea where you're going. Oh, my, it was such a good thought, too. Uh, it'll come back to me. Anyways, um, another, like, a good show that ties in a lot of these serial killers um i I believe it's a true story or based on mostly true events i don't know whether or not they kind of meshed like meshed it all in uh is mine hunters oh yeah well it's all about serial killers it is yeah and it's about the not necessarily the serial killers um, themselves or individually, it does take some of them. Yeah. Uh, but it's also on the FBI aspect of it and how they developed, um, like, uh, oh, what's it? What's the the characters? Like how character People. development? How their trades? Um, no, <laughs> Two words. Oh, <laughs> the. Um, I don't know. Uh, like you... There's the terminology they use, like the, like the. I have no idea where you're going with this. Minds, uses it all the time. It's how they. Oh 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 oh! It's on the tip of my tongue. Yes. Um. Oh, it's like uh, they read people. Uh, my God, what the heck is it called? I know. Now, now wow, you're I can't funny. think of it. Jesus, this is terrible. Two of us. Um. Okay, we'll come back to it. it it's gonna kill <laughs> us. I know. It's, like, it's not like character development. No, no, no. It's like. Uh, it's like something 
can't it's okay move, move on move anyways, on anyways like how they um how they categorize the the villains the <laughs> villains <laughs> um but um characteristics of each person what led them to it and all that right stuff. there's we're, we're missing there's a word there's, i know this... and i can see it in front of me too and <laughs> i literally cannot word, think of the goddamn think... word right now uh, yeah when we watch so many of these damn shows and i can't think of it <laughs> we're basically detectives i feel like you know oh my god if you need us to detect anything <laughs> <we're not. laughs> uh, anyways it's a great show um and what it does is it talks about a lot of the like the son of Sam killers mm -hmm. and one of the more fascinating killers, uh, serial killers of, of all was, um, Ed, Edward Camper, Kemper, Edward Camper, Kemper, whatever. doesn't matter. He was super fucked up. What did he do? He was, uh, he was like, uh, he killed like 20 people or 30, like it was a ton of people. A lot of them were, um, uh, women and he like decapitate them and, and do all sorts of things after they were dead. He killed his own mother. He decapitated his own mother. Yeah, it was. He was like he, but he was also enormous. He was like six seven. Oh wow! He was. I he must was, have fallen asleep during that episode. He was in like half the episodes. Oh, I, I think I fell asleep for most of those episodes. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, so he he was really cool. I did not know he was a real character uh, until like two three episodes when like I found out that like um the mind hunters was really a, a true story um well yeah all of those guys were based on true things at yeah. what wasn't it real people they interviewed yeah oh okay so Ed, yeah Edward Kemper was a real, a real person serial killer yeah um and he had like this genius level IQ and it was just it was just like fascinating listening to him talk and then you see like real interviews and like him in real person and then you're seeing this like how things evolve. So you see the BTK killer, you see Edward Kemper, you see Ted Bundy. So oh, I think I just, is that him? I just Googled yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that was him. Well, I'm trying to find out the goddamn name of that, uh, that, that word we couldn't figure out, but it's not coming up yet. So that's what I was doing. You're supposed to do this on the fly. <laughs> oh, I was trying to do it for our case. I know. Oh, I know. And, and you failed. Yeah. Thing of Edward Kemper. I did. I, go I found him. Yeah. He's on Google. I, well, he is on Google. He's killed a lot of women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he but he, isn't he still in jail? He's obviously still in jail. Or did he die? Uh, I think he's still Well, you Googled him. What does it say? Oh, I don't know. I Googled serial killer language because I was trying to figure out. Serial killer language. <laughs> I was trying to figure out the, the name that we were missing that we couldn't. Um... It's like profiling. Profiling. Oh well God. done. That was great. I, I didn't even. I, came close to googling it but i i did not google it i, I got to it just before no i yes. criminal profile yes that's what it yes. was well done yeah. oh wow this is yeah it, definitely wine is taking a toll it's yeah this long it's your menage a toi you're tired from I it tired. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway so um ted bonday docu no anyway yeah so i i always gravitate like sometimes cj is like i don't want to watch a serial killer show like i that's always my top preference is like serial killer crime murder like i 
love those shows. And I don't know why. Like it's I, I like them too, but there's It's just something like, that like pulls you in that you just like want to know more I about. I just don't want to do it all the time because it's too realistic. Like you're used yeah. to be like you're the person that's running the convenience store down the street could be a serial killer and have like a body in the trunk. So it's awful. Yeah. When you think about it, it's just like I could be going going getting groceries and then all of a sudden boom, I'm done. But my, my question is so a lot of these shows, like they say that the women were never found. Like where do you hide the bot like where? There's gotta be you gotta well, there's a lot of places. I, I mean, know. Dude, I mean, yeah, you could you could just compost them in a giant loom pile. Just saying. Just yeah, but also <laughs> like, how do they? How do these people have access to? Do they just like dump it and go? Like, how do they do it? Yeah, I don't know. That's what you're gonna have to ask, like a guy like Edward Kimber. Yeah, I'll just go and visit him and see how he's yeah, doing. Just like, how should I bring him a cappuccino? Body? No, I think he likes women's uh, women's uh, <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I'll bring him one of mine. Yeah, it's fine. Oh Jesus. Yeah. But uh, if you haven't seen them on Netflix, I would definitely, I would recommend if you can, I know I'll, a lot, obviously like serial killers are not something to joke about, but you know, we, we're just gravitated and we're fascinated, I think is the more, the, the intrigued. intrigued. Yeah. We just yeah. want to know like how, the but why. What I say is it's a hell of a lot better than the garbage that you usually listen to. Well, that's a different episode. No, we'll do a whole nice. episode okay. on trashy TV. So I, like, even though, like, I might not, like, I enjoy them, not all the time, because they give me goosebumps. But anyway, I just it's think still, it's, it's yeah. still better than, like, I just, Circle of Love. No, we'll, we'll go into trashy <laughs> TV. Don't worry. But it's not called The Circle of Love. Um, That's a that's a Lion that's King like song. Too blind, blind Love. No. no the, love is blind. Love, oh, whatever. Right. We've already, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're terrible. Anyway, you're getting so, derailed so again. Derailed. Yeah. yeah so but anyway, better. we like I I think it's just that we're fascinated by them. We just like we, we want to know the answers of like why these people operate like that. And like, but we do recommend it. It is uh like obviously not for the faint of heart, I guess you could say. Like if you don't yeah. like that stuff, obviously don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean Oh, it's <clears throat> not necessarily it's a it's a fictional series but one that we really have enjoyed is uh the sinner um, oh yeah it's not really about serial killers no though. it's not about serial killers but it's a really cool like murder mystery type yeah of detective show it is a detective it, and murder show which yeah, is it, it's um there's a lot of twists not like an hour long like it's nothing it's like, is tied up in a, a nice, little, nice little bow every hour which is which is good so it's a more uh elongated series yeah, so that that's a good detective one, but these are I think they're all on. We watched them all on Netflix. These are on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So you should definitely watch them. They're they're really good. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to finish the Nightcrawler. And, yeah. And see how that that plans out. Pans out. But I think we're. I think we're good. Yeah. I, I think, think we, we covered we, quite we, a lot. Yeah, we finally figured out the real world, real word, <laughs> profiling. <laughs> yes. I'm struggling. I'm starting to. I messed that last sentence up so bad that I'm sweating now. Yeah, you. I can see it. You're <laughs> glistening in the in the shine. I think this is. I, I'm about to expire, so we're good. Okay. Well, <laughs> yes, we've we've covered our topic, and as always, make sure your glass is always half full, never empty, always with a full glass of wine. And and, and next week we talk about why men should not wear uh, pants that are too tight. <laughs>
CJ's <laughs> favorite topic. He's yes. been literally asking to do this topic for this a couple of weeks wrong. now. But all right, guys, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. We love you and cheers. Bye.